everybody. This is Brian Zisk here uh, from the SF Music Tech Summit, which is coming up uh, a week from Monday here in San Francisco, here with Jay Sider of Root Music. Thrilled to be here with you today, Jay. Uh, introduce yourself, though I'm sure everybody knows you, but... Thanks, Brian. Um, yeah. Hey, Jay Sider, um, CEO and founder of Root Music, uh, which creates BandPage on Facebook, um, which is currently the, the largest music app on Facebook today. And uh, you actually have some big news in the last day or so. We timed this interview well. We set this <laughs> yeah. up last week. He said, oh, I'm going to be busy on Monday <laughs> or Tuesday. So Yeah, um, we, we just um, closed the round. Um, uh, a Series B round of sixteen million bucks. So not bad, not bad. And you threw some pretty raging parties over the weekend too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we had to celebrate, you know. Very cool. So so you've done this pretty quickly. I mean, you you. How long have you been working on this, and how did you get it all to come together so quickly? Yeah. So uh, we launched Bandpage last year in March uh, of twenty ten. Um, before that, I was I was managing bands and venues in, in different parts of the country and um, was just looking for more innovative uh, and effective solutions for musicians online. And so um, started drafting up the idea and uh, moved to San Francisco after finding out it, this was the, you know, really the tech hub of the world to, to, to get it done. And, um, you know, since then, just been working with the team. We started in the, you know, in the, in the living room on the couches, uh, one of the first places we went, SF Music Tech, uh, got us a good bump there, um, and uh, just been building since since then. So uh, that's awesome. But the thing is, there's got to be thousands of people moved to San Francisco, going, "Oh, I'm going to make Facebook, you know, band pages and all this." But you actually pulled it off. How did you, you know? separate yourself from like so many folks who are out there trying to do it but didn't succeed yeah i think it has it has a lot to do with um just just making sure you you stick to it um and you know there are a lot of resources here in in san francisco and in Sil around silicon valley to at least help you get on your way but you got to start you just got to you know you, you can't plan for too long because you just keep planning and postponing from starting. So it's just just start one day, just get out there and say you're going to do it and, and go. Um, and then as you're out here, you, you, you find so many resources, and that was, that was great for us. Um, but I think beyond that, uh, really, really focusing on the value that you're building um, and, and looking at the technology and um, getting a team that is, is, has the ability to, to really build the user experience that should be built and not stopping short of that. I think that's really what separated us um, mm -hmm. from others. So, so how did you, I mean, convince people to join up with you? I mean, you got an incredible rock star team and it's one of those things that, you know, sometimes you find one great person or two great people, but where you're at now, I mean, even before this round of funding, it was like, Everybody wanted to work. I mean, you know, not me, but everybody in the music industry who is like young and hip and looking for a job wanted to work at Root Music. What is it culturally that you did to get these sort of people? Well, again, I think it comes back to uh, the the people and, and value that you're creating, and and just I, I've always wanted to set up uh, a company that values everybody for being here, and if you're doing a great job. 
um, for the company, then uh, it'll it'll always give back um, in the ways that it should, and and just always um, kind of envisioning a place that that I always wanted to work at, and and always keeping that in mind. Um, and so having a great space, um, taking care of everybody. We, um, we just hired a, a, a corporate chef, uh, so we've got good food here for everybody every day, and then taking trips to South by Southwest as a company. Um, it's just important to, to have a great time uh, with what you're doing, and, and I think people see the value in that. Absolutely. I mean, it is. It's a great space. You guys can't see this place, but what's it, four levels with yeah. roof deck? It's just, you know, I mean, it was a great party space. I mean, I also agree. I also believe you're probably going to outgrow it pretty quickly. Yeah, that, that's right. Um, we're we're looking, you know, what, what could be next. So. so you've got, like, 20 great people. I mean, there's not a schlub in the bunch. How many, I mean, do you think you have the best people? Do you think the next 30 people you can find will be as superstar as these people? I mean, at what point have you, like, tapped all the greatest people and you've kind of got to take a step down in the quality of people you bring on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so never (laughs) will that be the case. Um, And I think that that's a really important thing that I've learned, um, you know, over the last um, year and a half is – is that your team is all you have. And so even if you're desperate to expand and you're desperate to put out certain products, it will hinder you in the long run if you if you take in people that you don't think are quite qualified but but pretty much there. And that's a standard that we always hold to here. Um, and so you know we we sometimes interview for months before we find that right person and it's mm-hmm. it's definitely about their skill level and their talent, you know, for the engineering team, we, we hire senior engineers. Um, and, but the other piece of that is to make sure that they're, they're a great culture fit and that they, that they love, you know, working, uh, in the environment and on the projects. Um, it makes a big, big difference in the long run. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. So what are you, are you hiring now? What are you looking for at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hiring, hiring engineers, um, uh, front end and back end and uh, and designers uh, as well, and then um, you know we're we're going to be um, in the coming months looking at, at expanding the business team on a on a more senior level as well. Mm-hmm. And if someone was interested, how do they how do they reach out to you? And B, how do they show you that they're a cultural fit and the sort of person who you really want to hire? Yeah, so. You can go to our careers page at rootmusic.com slash careers um, and see the, the job postings that we have available, and, and those will be updated. Um, uh, you know, those are updated every week. Um, and then, you know, it's, I think it's, it really comes down to your experience that we go through. Um, we, we see, look at your resume and, and do a phone interview, but then uh, when you come in, there are a few different things that you, you can't really prepare for, but... Um, we, we see kind of where you're at um, with, with a number of different questions or tests that we, that we go through. Um, and, and are they standardized tests or do you just kind of <laughs> wing it? Do you put them under crazy pressure? Do you just yeah. you throw a problem you're currently having at them? I mean, yeah, yeah, all of the above. Yeah. Okay. Don't want to give away our secrets okay. here. Fair enough. Yeah. And now it's interesting because, I mean, <clears throat> the people who work here are rock stars, but I've also run across other folks who 
who are also rock stars who you couldn't hire. I mean, it's like you got 20 rock stars applying and you can only hire one for a position. Do you have any recommendation for folks who may not have really like been hired by you, but you kind of are like, oh, they're totally a rock star. Like what should they do moving forward if they can't work here? What, what should they try to do? Yeah. I mean, I think it really comes down to, um, we're, 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 like you said, just over 20 people now. And so, it's still a, a small team, and so everybody coming in has to have very specific skills. Um, so, you know, when when you look at the qualifications, um, make sure that you're you're hitting those. And then sometimes we have some extras. It'd be great if you had these things. So if you can can pick up on those and show that you have that that extra experience um, in different ways. I think you know being being creative. Um, you know, first, first off, hitting those marks, but then if you can be creative in different ways of how you represent yourself and show that you, you can fit the culture and that you, you love being here or, or wherever you're applying to, it, mm-hmm. it, it does make a big difference um, in, in the interviewing you know, process. Interesting. And then do you, have, do you ever like send people to other folks, say, oh my God, you're a rock star, but you're not right here. We got a partner who's got a need or do you ever do stuff like that? Or Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there was, there was a time where we were um, kind of heavy on, on back end and, and um, looking for front end. And so great back end engineers that, that wanted to be in the music space. Um, you know, we were in touch with a lot of the other tech companies around here, specifically involved in music and, and can recommend that to others. And so uh, it's a great network that we built with the other music tech companies. You ever think of turning it into a profit center by being like a headhunter <laughs> for these other guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we got to stay focused, you know. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Fair yeah, well, thanks to your advice for staying fo- <laughs> always staying focused, listening to that. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. So, so you guys have the leading product out there now, but there's – a bunch of other folks gutting for you. I'm not going to mention names, but like I find out about new ones twice a week and you guys stay in the lead and maybe even extending the lead. What do you do like product wise? I mean, how do you just kind of keep this lead moving forward? Well, I think it's, it's really about uh, product execution and, and yes, you always want to put out um, new features and, and, and everything, but it, it's also about continually, excuse me, continuing to um, revamp the, the code, our, you know, our code base so that we can continue to be flexible and um, keep up with the, 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 gen, the general look and feel of the page. Um, so to keep that um, always up to date is, is really important for the user. And, and sometimes, you know, people think it's all about packing in the next product and, you know, the next mm-hmm. one, but really it's about keeping a, a very clean, um, user experience that that works the best for the core functionality, and you see that when you look at other major tech companies that have done well, from you know Pandora mm-hmm. to um, Google and Facebook and Twitter, where <clears throat> a lot of their core products are still very very simple to use, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's what we've been um, focusing on. Now, you've also been lucky because, you know, you, you got on this Facebook platform and even if you just held the same market share of that, it would have been, you know, growing. I don't know how quickly Facebook's growing, but dynamically. The answer may be no, you can't talk about it, but are you exploring doing band pages for other platforms like Google Plus or anything like that? Yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're always going to be focused on, on the Facebook platform um, in the sense that we think we've just begun there. We've, we've set a really good foundation 
but we think there's a lot of room to grow. And, um, and so we, we want to make sure to, to stay focused because that's one of the most important pieces about, you know, having a business and, and, and running it is that you might have a lot of other opportunities to consider, mm-hmm. um, but making sure that with the team that you have, you can continue to provide a, a great product your, as your core product. Um, and then as you're able to grow, you can look at those other opportunities. And so, um, you know, we, we've had other uh, opportunities presented to us. And um, right now, I think it's focusing on what's going to create the most value for, again, coming back to the user and, and also um, what we're able to do bandwidth wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but but certainly looking um, always, always want to look as a business at, at different opportunities that come up. Mm hmm. Do you think faith? I probably shouldn't ask that. Never mind. Um, okay. Um, so, um, what do you do to keep balanced? I mean, how do you? I mean, because you know you run this all the time, but if you just run this and don't do other stuff, you'll be running into the ground. Do you like work out or do yoga or martial arts? I mean, what what do you do? Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, for the first year and a half, this is this is what I've been doing, and I, uh, you know, I just to be. St- straight honest um there there wasn't a lot of, of much else that i was doing um i tried to sleep sometimes and i try to eat um and those were those were mm-hmm. essential things that i continue to do um <clears throat> now that the company's growing out a little bit mm-hmm. uh, um i'm able to to find some time to yeah go on a hike or um play some music or just i think hanging out with with good friends is is probably the most important piece uh, of, of all of that. But, um, but I do believe pretty strongly believe that as you're, as you starting out and you're breaking into a market, um, it takes an incredible amount of time and energy and focus, uh, at the beginning. And do you find that now that the company's growing, you have a more regular schedule? I mean, I assume when you were starting, it was like, Whenever I wake up, I start, and whenever I go to sleep, I start. And now that you've got an office and a staff, does it have, do you like do you show up at a certain time of day? Has it regulated a little bit, and is that good or bad? Um, it, it, you know what? It, I think we're getting there. Um, as far as me personally, for the company um, and and folks working here, we want to create a really great working environment, and so um, we we're, we're establishing those. Um, sort of those, uh, the way we want to set up the company and, and times to show up and, and go and everything. At the same time, we're still a startup and we're going to be working extremely hard to, to make it to where we, where we want to be. Um, and again, we're just kind of at the beginning here. So, uh, as yes, we are, you know, finding some more structure and organization to, to the business. Um, we, we are definitely still a startup and, and kind of hungry for, what we can be. Um, when will when will you not be a startup? I mean, what, what are the metrics where all of a sudden it's like, I mean, is Google still a startup? I don't know, you know? Probably yeah. not, I don't yeah. think, but... Right. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they still, I think they still have teams that, that mm-hmm. feel like startups. And mm-hmm. I think that's important to, to have, to have a, a place where people can come and be inspired to build the, the next thing. Um, that, that creates value for, for people. Um, so as far as, you know, not being a side, I'm not sure when that point's going to hit, but, right. but certainly finding, you know, we've, we've come off of the, 
the out of the living rooms and off of the couches into uh, an office space, you know, a little while ago. And, um, and that was, it was great to, to, to get to that point and we're happy to be here now. Um, and, and looking forward to, to continuing to provide more, more structure to the business. Do you have a vision for where this is going to be in 10 years or 20 years or anything like that? Um, I have, I definitely have a vision. I don't think it'll take 10 or 20 years mm-hmm. to, to get to that point. Um, and I think with technology specifically, it, it moves so quickly that you might, you might envision something uh, in 10 or 20 years. Um, but what you have to focus on is the market now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's said that, you know, oh, we, you know, we launched too early or the market wasn't ready for our product. And I just think that means that you didn't understand the market well mm-hmm. enough to, to create a product that was, that was ready. Yes. You know, it, it might still happen 10 years from now, but you're, you're looking at building, trying to build a successful business now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you need to, to listen to and look at the market, um, for that. So, so we stay really focused on the mm-hmm. present. We do have, um, some, uh, a number of things that we want to do long-term, but, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's important to stay, to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. And when you started, what was it, two years ago now or something like that? Uh, we launched last year in March. So just, just almost about a year and a half. So when you were, even before you launched, mm-hmm. let's go even a little yeah. before that. Yeah. Did you envision, when you envisioned where you would be two years out, that is now, are you in the same place? Are you ahead? Are you in a different place? Or, or are you on track with what you envisioned? Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I think I, I had some pretty um, big goals set um, from the beginning. Um, I wasn't necessarily sure how quickly we were going to get to them. And I think we're, um, we're you know, we've made it uh, you know, part of the way there. Uh, we're, not, we're not quite there, but I think um, as we hit year two, um, since we launched two and a half, we'll, we'll be hitting some, some great goals. And I think, um, I think it's right in line with, with what I was hoping for. Um, you know, you always, you always hope to do it, you know, a little sooner, but, but as, um, I've gotten a lot of wisdom from our board, Larry Marcus, Bill Erickson, and, um, and everybody we've, it's, it's just been incredible to, to get, to get the feedback and, um, understand that, that where we're at today is a really great, you know, great pace. Did you pick up a new board member with this new round? Yeah. So we have uh, Haney Nada from GGV who, who um, came on the board, and we also um, added Bob Kavner. Okay, cool. Um, and he is a, both of those guys are inc- incredible contributions mm-hmm. to, the, to the board. So I don't know if you can talk about it, but I assume there was fierce competition to get in on this round. Yeah, you know, um, we we were in a really good position um, where we started to get some inquiries mm-hmm. about this as a possibility. And, you know, just a number of months ago, we, we did our Series A. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're, we're still looking good as far as, um, you know, the, the money we have to, to use. And, um, and, and so we were able to, to really um, look for and talk to a lot of different uh, folks um, and GGV came in with a really very fair offer and um, and great partners and um, and so it, it felt right. Mm-hmm. And, and and what was the most? I mean, how is the cultural fit? Is that more important than the funding? I mean, what what yeah. what did you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, the the cultural fit is extremely important. Um, the funding the funding is 
is great to have uh, to lengthen the runway and, and be there. But really, uh, the partners are who you're married to mm -hmm. uh, for the rest <laughs> of the business. You know, yeah, yeah. and and so you're gonna have to make some some big decisions, some hard decisions, and mm -hmm. spend a, a you know a decent amount of time um, working with them. And so it's it's very important that you can communicate well mm -hmm. and, and that you're both on the same page and because um, you know you all have everybody has a different set of goals and, and mm -hmm. um, as a as a CEO running the company you have to make sure to meet mm -hmm. meet the different goals that people are looking for and so Haney specifically and then the partners um, there at GGV were, were really great to work with and um, the communication was on very point. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Now, I, I know a lot of the people who work here. You, you have a CFO, I assume. Oh, uh, not at this point. We have an accountant that uh, that looks after our books, and I take a look over this. Interesting. And so that was not a concern. It was that it was not a CFO type uh, supervision, or yeah, not at this point. Okay. Um, you know, we're. We're, we're expanding and, and growing in different ways, and so there are some roles that we're looking to fill. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we've done a really great job as a business uh, today, keeping keeping track of our books and, and watching that closely. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then as we're um, growing the company as it's needed, getting getting somebody in, we'll mm -hmm. um, cool. felt comfortable with that. Cool. So we only have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you'd like to tell these uh Tens of thousands of people who are going to listen to this podcast, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think more than anything, we're just really excited to raise the bar um, for tools for musicians online. And between the, the musician and the fan experience, um, I think um, there's there's another level that, that we can provide. And um, we've, we've just begun with the band page. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm just so um, honored to be mm -hmm. at this level, uh, to, to be able to help, help musicians and help fans in different ways that I wish, mm -hmm. you know, we could have, I could have when, when I was, uh, a day-to-day -day manager or mm -hmm. venue manager or working, um, you know, as a musician myself. Mm -hmm. And and now we have the opportunity to, to really help. And so, um, you know, we're, we're always listening and taking feedback from mm -hmm. users and, and working with managers and labels. So mm -hmm. across the spectrum, um, it's really important to me and the company that mm -hmm. we stay focused on, on that and, and provide real value for, folk, for things folks need. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time. And, uh, you know, we'll look forward. You're going to be moderating a great panel at the SF yeah. Music Tech Summit. We've got Lincoln Parish from Cage the Elephant. We've got Zoe Keating. We've got Jack Conti of Pomplamoose. We aim to add a couple other phenomenal folks. And the whole day is going to be great. So uh, very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.